Welcome to Daily Exhortations. We're continuing on in the story of Joseph um, as he has been in Egypt and has... Sorry, my hair is totally messed up because of the rain. <laughs> so I'm just seeing that. But uh, the <clears throat> Joseph is in Egypt and he has met with his brothers and demanded that they bring back Benjamin if they are going to come back for more. And chapter 43 continues the story and says, And the famine was sore in the land, and it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn that which they had brought out of Egypt. Their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me, as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state, and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him, according to the tenor of these words, Could we certainly know that he would, would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me. And we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou, and also our little one. I will be surety of him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee, and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we had returned the second time. And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels. And carry down the, the manna present, a little balm, a little honey, spices, and myrrh, nuts, and almonds, and take double money in your hand, and the money that was brought again in your sacks, mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand. Peradventure it was an oversight. Take also your brother and arise, go again unto the man. And God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. Okay, so now we have a situation where they've run out of all the grain that they had brought back from Egypt, and they're getting hungry. Um, in fact, uh, Judah frames it in terms of they're at the they're at death's door basically because of their lack of food. If they continue to lack getting any any more food from Egypt, and so they're between a rock and a hard place, and J uh, Jacob send or tells them go again and buy us a little food, which obviously they can't do because Joseph had told them you must bring your brother with you if you're going to buy anything. And what I wanted to focus on here is Jacob's response. Okay, Jacob, Jacob responds in verse number six, and Israel said, wherefore dealt ye so ill with me as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother. Jacob is, is frustrated. And that frustration naturally oftentimes leads to illogical demands of other people or illogical criticisms of other people. He's, he's basically asked them, why, why have you treated me like this? And why did you tell, you tell him you even had a brother? Why couldn't you just keep your mouth shut? And he honestly, he knew the answer to this. They told him all this when they came back. But the brothers respond saying, he asked us directly about our state. And about our family, he asked if, if we our father was alive, and he asked if we had any other brothers. And they told him the truth. So they, they were kind of in a position where they couldn't have helped what they did, 
Joseph directly asked them about his father and about his brother, but also they didn't have any clue what Joseph would demand of them. I mean, how are they supposed to read his mind and determine that he was going to say, you have to bring your brother in order to come back again? Okay, they, they didn't know any of that going into it, but Judah's or Jacob's irritation, his frustration, led him to have unrealistic demands and expectations of of his children and it put an extra weight on them and it becomes a vicious cycle that oftentimes can explode into into anger i think ultimately in this situation jacob was now in a position where he he was dwelling on a lie he, he let himself think about the, this false accusation that he was bringing against his children, and it aggravated him. But it reminds me of uh, Philippians 4, uh, verses 7 and 8, which talks about uh, whatsoever things are true, think on these things. Okay, The solution to this frustration that Jacob was having was to meditate on the truth. And in the truth, he would have realized that he was being unjust to his children. And the situation would have been diffused because of that. But oftentimes in our frustration, we need to just stop and we need to, we need to think. We need to calm down and we need to meditate on God's truth and allow that to change our mind and uh, to change the way that we respond to people in types of situations like this. I think this is, this is an area where, where I, need, I need this lesson more than, more than most. You know, I struggle with it. But it, it all comes back to renewing our mind, aligning our mind with the way Christ thinks about things and allowing him to change us and our responses. Because to be honest, our responses and the way we tend to respond, those are like strongholds in our lives. They're ingrained patterns in us that they aren't easy to overcome. But God's power is greater than even our strongholds and he can conquer them as he renews our mind through his word working in our lives. Hope you have a great day. God bless.